grasp the fact that he was making more money than his dad? I don't think he had to grasp it. I think that he just. Yeah. I think that was the only thing he knew. Hey man, What's I'm sorry to interrupt you. You got plunger in your. <laughs> yes. <laughs> of course I do. Hello and welcome to another episode of Duty Calls with Doug Mann. I am your host, Doug Mann. With me, as always, is Jack Dolgen. Hello, Jack. Hello. As you know, Duty Calls is unofficially sponsored by Charmin Toilet Paper. Charmin Toilet Paper. When diarrhea is heinous, it's the right way to clean your anus. (laughs) (laughs) That comes from Jeff Lamb, who tweeted that to us. So, thank you, Jeff. Uh, you guys have been tweeting me at the Doug Man. You've been tweeting Jack Dolgen at Jack Dolgen. You've also been emailing me at dutycallswithdougman at gmail.com and calling me on the shit hotline at 786-HOLD-IT-N. That is the letter N. Guys, I love getting your calls. I love getting your tweets and all your emails. Um, Jack, what's going on with you? I went to a wedding uh, last weekend in mm-hmm. Houston. Okay. And, you know, because of my diet, I can't really eat. Like, I can't go to town on food, really. You right. Know, in the, in the, in you want to explain what your diet is for a little, yeah, for, I don't, for I don't everyone eat, who doesn't know? I don't eat gluten or dairy. Mm-hmm. So that when you're traveling, you know, it's sort of, it's 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 somewhat prohibitive. Um, sure. But I was drinking the entire weekend. I mean, it was yeah. just a party. You yeah, know? and you're a bit of an alcoholic. Yeah, so. I'm an alcoholic, and I was with my, <laughs> with my high school friends, and it was, you know. Yeah, it was like, debauchery. It was debauchery, right? And when I got home... I was exhausted. I went to sleep, and then the next day, I probably shat six. I <laughs> shat like maybe six times in the first four hours of or getting five home. Hours of being awake that next morning. Wow! Like was it just, I just every everything? Did you shit while you were there that weekend? Yeah, like normal. Just normal. Normal. Interesting. And uh, for some reason, like I just shat out the whole weekend. It was like my body was like, "We're doing a reset." We're getting rid yeah. of everything's coming out. Pressing the ripcord. <laughs> it was really intense. Wow. I felt uh, better, kind of. Was it diarrhea? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sure. I, that's what I don't understand about the, the diet. Like I, And maybe I'm wrong, but like when I drink a lot, I, I, there are certain things that I believe soak up the alcohol, which sure. are usually like some kind of bread or, yeah. uh, you know, greasy foods, but bread. Bread, so potatoes, like, rice, starches. Really, starches really yeah. soak it up. Yeah. So I, how does it work now that you're, when you drink that much, yeah. and it just feels like, what is soaking up the alcohol? Nothing. Meat? No. no. Nuts? Not, yeah, I mean, it doesn't work. It doesn't. And so it is a, it is, is a, it's basically a slip and slide. It's just, it, there's no, you are just, and the water's on. I mean, it's yeah, just you like, are yeah. just a faucet. Yeah. Yeah, when I drink, I I just it just flies out of me like the next day, basically. Your butthole is just like a, you open up a box of Franzia, and just <laughs> yeah, that's that's, right. that's what happens. That's what comes out. Yeah. Another thing that happened on this trip is that the hotel had like a bar, um, kind of like upper lobby area. Mm-hmm. You're in a hotel where like there's the lobby. Yeah. And then you go up one flight, mm-hmm. and there's like a secondary zone. Yes. Like, and there's always a great bathroom uh-huh. on the second floor Unused. of a hotel that never gets play. Totally. And it, it actually, it's South by Southwest time right now. When I used to go to South by Southwest every year, that would be my go-to shitter in a certain area. It was the Omni, second floor hotel of the Omni. Uh-huh. Anyone who, who goes to Austin, 
That's where you shit. That, it's a great place to shit. You just go up one flight. You rise above the masses. Isn't that amazing? And then you find there's How a good do you feel when you're at an event where there's thousands of people mm-hmm. and they're in line yep. to take a shit and you go and you find the one like heavenly bathroom that anyone could use but you're the one who's smart enough to find it? Just casually walking there is like, up there. It's like you are like sitting on a throne above all your the peasants below you just shitting. When I'm on that escalator to the second floor in the Omni... I feel like Jesus rising up mm-hmm. from his body, you know, yep. to ascend to heaven. Ascending to heaven. Yeah, that's, I mean, which is essentially what's happening. Yes. I mean, that bathroom is pristine. No one's in there. You are above everyone. So I had that, a similar You're experience. the chosen one. Yeah, I had a similar experience at this wedding, this hotel, but they play, like, um, smooth jazz. Yeah, while you're shitting. Blasting the smooth jazz. Mm-hmm. You don't know. You don't know if you should be getting a filling or if you should be taking a shit. It's great. There's something very comforting about that noise, though. There is because you know you've made it to like. It's just great. Your body relaxes. Like I did it. Yeah, I let out my own little like sax solo. Yeah, yeah. Just comes. Just got Kenny G coming out of the butt. That reminds me, actually. Joe McKillen emailed emailed the show. Is he a shithead? He is a shithead. He emailed duty calls with, with Dougman at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. And he said that the Target at the Glendale Galleria has a great secret bathroom on the third floor near the pillows. <laughs> <laughs> it's, That's great and to it's, know. It's almost always vacant. Uh, that is amazing. Glendale Gla- Galleria is in Los Angeles. I've been there. I've been to the Glendale Galleria. Have you been to the Target? I haven't, but I'll be there now. I wonder if you can just kind of like. Bring a just pillow. Bring a pillow. Yeah. Just like why not? Just something to hold. Something. Yeah. <laughs> Lo- I, I love holding on to a pillow while I'm <laughs> shitting. Uh, so thank you for that great information, guys. We got a great show for you today. We have Billy Scafuri, and he is a comedian in Los Angeles. He's a part of the Harvard Sailing Team sketch sketch group that is super funny. He's part of uh, the comedy group Billy and Adam, and just. A great all-around guy. I think you're really going to like his stories. Check him out. Here's Billy Scafuri. We're here with Billy Scafuri. Welcome to the show, Billy. Thank you. Thank you for coming on. Thank you for having Um, me. You uh, you contacted me on Twitter. We're we're friends. The the shit gods gave us another present. And Shit gods gave us a direct message via Twitter. That's right. Saying that, you know, one time I pooped my pants. Yep, and that's... Ellip- uh, ellipses, dot, dot, dot. <laughs> that is just music to my shit-filled ears. <laughs> um, so, uh, what do you got for us, Billy? Me and my girlfriend went to Morocco three years ago. Two uh-huh. years ago. Have you guys ever been to Morocco? No, no, no. no. Have you ever been to North Africa? No. Or anything like no, that? No, no. So it's a I've, I've, I've like studied it uh, on Encarta. You know, <laughs> was that the CDs? Yeah, the encyclopedia the CDs. CDs. <laughs> Those yeah. came with like the AOL 6.0 discs in the That's mail. correct. Yeah. yeah. So I, I well, like I studied Africa. I think I like to think I know a little bit about Morocco. You, you know it fairly intimately just through in your Encarta. Me, yeah, my Encarta studying. But um, <laughs> so yes, and have I been there? No. Have I explored it? <laughs> yes. I'd like to think I have. In two dimensions, you've yes, been to yeah. pretty much all I've of North there. Africa yes. at this point. Right? I've done a very basic research it's really it. pixelated that's what i was surprised <laughs> really pixelated. Yeah. um but no we went to morocco i've never traveled out of the country previous to morocco 
So you've never been out of the country before that. I like uh, you know, the the cheesy Canada excuse uh, or like super cheesy. you know, or like the Caribbean. Uh-huh. It's okay. like you know, yeah, that's, that's nothing. couldn't be more American. It's yeah. more American than half of New York. Um, my girlfriend has been to almost every country in Europe. She was like born. She was born in Israel. She uh-huh. knows all of the countries. Her family's kind of popped around, so she uh-huh. wanted somewhere new. So me being the just like totally accepting, not thinking through our decisions guy, I'm like, yeah, yeah Morocco, let's do this too. So I just followed her, followed her lead. So she was like, I'll do all the planning. The food is great. The money is real. Like, you can have a meal for $3. The, you know, we're going to, like, uh-huh. live like kings. <laughs> so we get off the plane, and I am so scared, right? So <laughs> we land, and it's— What are you scared of? The third-worldness of it all. Yeah. Like, immediately. Mm. Immediately. Did you have to get, like, shots or anything before you no, land? Or- North Africa, you don't have to. Okay. Certain parts of Africa, you do. Okay. But I was—I suddenly—you know when you just— Everything's theoretical and conceptual, and you're like, yeah, yeah Morocco, it's going to be amazing. Snake charmers and, like, beautiful nights. Yeah. No, the shit gets real in Morocco the second you get <laughs> up. Upon stepping off the plane. People are, people want your money, white, uh-huh. white man. They, yeah. they, you know, they, and they want to charge you way extra. It's, they, I, we learn tricks that you should tell them you're Canadian or put on an Australian accent because they have tears for how much they're going to try and rip you off depending on what country you're from. Oh my God. That's nice. Yeah. So it was, it never paid off to say I'm American in any context almost ever. But it was scary. It was like the scary scenes in Aladdin, you know, before he met the genie and things were hopeless. Like, oh yeah, you yeah. You know what I mean? Like there was like a guy put a snake on, <laughs> a guy put a snake on my neck when I really clearly asked him not to put said snake on my neck. Really? Did you say yeah. it in an Australian accent? <laughs> no, I said it in a terrified accent. And I looked like <laughs> such a goon. My glasses were falling off my nose. I had a cobra around my neck. And oh my just, god! And he wow. kept saying hundred dollars, hundred dollars, and I'm in this for fuck. this fear for yeah. to, to, uh, to alleviate yeah. this fear yeah. that he has put upon me. So I'm just like, Whoa. I'm, it's like mugged with a snake, you know what I mean? But here's did a, you pay him to get the snake off of you? I gave him money. I didn't have hundred dollars on me. This was in Marrakesh, which is like the capital, which is like you know they have the huge squares where they all eat together. And I, so it was like, so this is all very new to me. Like uh-huh. we stay in this thing called a Riyadh, which is. Um, I guess a Moroccan term for a hotel, but it's just this huge clay building that doesn't have doors. It's just like a lot of openings, so your room will just have an opening with a curtain. No real security. No kitchens. The concept of a kitchen in Morocco is completely lost. It's like they don't store food where we were. It's like you just go out and eat. And it's a very transient community, completely new to me, right? So this and, is, and is your girlfriend loving it? Yes, she's an adventurer. And, and, and you are pretending to like it, or you're just like, girl? I'm like- guarding her. Yeah. My whole thing is like You're I can't. Protective mode. Yeah, I, exactly. I yeah. can't come back to. Sounds like Los- she really needed your help. Yeah, to a certain <laughs> maybe, maybe. Yeah, she's fine. Billy is sweating his glasses off. <laughs> I got you, baby. Don't worry. I know. <laughs> That's exactly it. Though. She's got snakes on her arms. Yo, so she's tough. dancing with people. You are so sweating tough. out of every pore of <laughs> your body. Only, <laughs> I'll protect you. You'll only find out. So. Talking about food, all the food is amazing. It's really good. It's really like. Any American who eats meat would love it. It's like really mm. meat-based. It's really cheap. A lot of stews. Our whole thing was, or specifically my whole thing was, I'm not taking any risks. You know, they always say don't drink the water when you go to another country. I haven't been to another country, so I really have no parameters as to what I should and shouldn't be doing. Yeah. So it's just eat the most basic stuff you can find. <laughs> Except this one meal, right? So it's like day five. Me and, Mar- me and Marina have shared, that's my girlfriend, have shared every single meal we've ordered to this point. Now it's like lunch on day five and like I'm telling myself that I'm acclimated to this country even though I'm like still way nervous and like way, you know, just guarded. And so we go to this place and I'm like, Marina, let's get like an American meal. 
which doesn't exist in Morocco. But I was like, let's just try and like, there's like tourist spots. And I imagine like some of these people could probably like, I just wanted like something that wasn't as foreign to me as these other meals were, you know? You were not like, not for a novelty. You were like, let's just get like, yeah, like something that I recognize. Exactly. Yeah. It's like, we've been trying all these really adventurous foods and like trying all these like really interesting things. It's like, why not? Like, let's just like take a step back for a second. It's lunch. You know, it's like pump midday. The yeah, let's bit. pump the brakes and enjoy like what we already know. <laughs> yeah. We went to some place. It was still Moroccan. Obviously we're still in the middle of Marrakesh. It was something called Kefta. Have you guys ever heard of Kefta? No. Oh, yeah, yeah. Do you, it's really popular in... in a, no, I've never heard of it. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> right, right. It's like, it sounds like a problem. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's the name of the meal, but it oh. sounds like a problem. Oh, you got the Kefta. So even when I tell you what it is, it doesn't sound much better. It's minced meat. Mm-hmm. Like, what's minced? Can you guys tell me? Finely what... chopped. Right. Yeah. Almost to the point of a paste. Yeah, like a powdery paste, perhaps. Yeah. Minced, minced is like what I assume, like, it, it's the dregs of meat. Yeah. Because you don't, you can't really tell what it is. It's what, yeah. what they make hot dogs minced from. Minced meat is like a foreshadow of things to come. Yeah. Right. But only bad things to come, right? Yeah. Like, what, yeah, yeah, what yeah, like, yeah, great yeah. things will suddenly start happening yeah. in your life? Like, I ate this minced meat. And things just started opening up for me. All right. The hills were alive. That dent on my car is gone. I can't explain it. Minced meat. Change your life with minced meat. Minced. I mean, like, outside of meat, can you even even think of anything that's minced? No, I think it's the only thing that's minced. Minced. The only thing you want minced. That's terrible. So this is what you thought thought was American. Well, because the thing is, I'm a cheeseburger guy, like most guys are. And it, like, the way the menu read, it made me think that, like, this is their interpretation of a burger. It's not like on a patty. It's this like ground beef. In my mind, this all made perfect sense. <laughs> Marina was like, I'm going to get the chicken. <laughs> and I was yeah. like, oh, all right, sweet. Like the first time we're not sharing a meal. This is great. I'll like enjoy my burger. Everything will be yeah. great. I get this nebulous meat rod. You can tell yourself shish kebab looks good, right? You know, like sure. uh, it's like a weird kind of shape. It's like kind of like a meat wand. Yeah. This was like misshapen. Like it had like goiters on the wand. Like it was like. Oh, it was just like, but it was built around a wooden stick. stick. Yeah, so you're gonna keep biting it and peeling it off, which is so for not me, a burger at all. There's no bun, no bun at all. There was like bread on the side. Uh-huh. Again, a lot of stuff got lost in translation in Morocco. Uh-huh. So, all right, I eat the minced meat. How does it taste? Pretty good. Yeah, pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> flies. I mean, you get flies everywhere, but like oh. yeah. flies on the min- minced meat order. I mean, if you fan oh. your hand enough, if you fan your hand enough, there's no flies on the mince. There was just flies. Oh, you paid for this trip. I can't believe it. I paid for the stories. So oh, God. it's like two hours later, and we've we're done shopping, and suddenly I'm like, Marina, I need a break. Like I'm just like a little beat. So we go back to our Riyadh. Is it so a you, shared bathroom? A communal? No, bathroom? you you have your own bathroom, which okay. is huge. So Marina takes a bath. Let me preface this by saying I've never had food poisoning before, so uh-huh. I have no expectations as to what I'm feeling or understanding as to yeah. what I'm feeling. But all of a sudden, my feet get freezing cold, like to the touch, <laughs> to the touch, freezing cold, and my head is sweating so hard. Like, I'm... Immediately, you're hot on your head and freezing on your toes. Yeah, and I know it's coming to meat in the middle. I can sense <laughs> it's, that. Yeah. 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 It's coming to minced meat in the middle. <laughs> yeah, I mean, do you remember that really shitty liquor aftershock? Yes. Yes, 100%. Spicy. I, that was the only thing that my mind was thinking about. I was like, I'm going through such hot and cold experiences right now. Like, something so weird is yeah. happening to me. I am but, the manifestation of aftershock. <laughs> precisely. I am aftershock, right? Oh, my God. But it was not that celebratory whatsoever. I knock on the bathroom and I'm like, yo, Marina, like, I think I like might need to use the bathroom. Like I don't think I need to use the bathroom. You don't like, feel like you have to yet, but you just feel wrong. Look, we're grown men. We our bodies tell us you need to use the bathroom now. Yeah. My body was saying like, yo, something's up. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. <laughs> a room in the house will probably fix this, but like yeah. check the bathroom first. Yeah. 
<laughs> so, <laughs> so Marina is forced to get out of the bath, so I'm already ruining her peaceful time. She goes to the bedroom, and I'm just like sitting in the bedroom, bathroom, not feeling so well. And then I fall asleep. <laughs> on the toilet? In, on the floor. You know when you get really oh, sick and you're like, oh, yeah. the, the mat is like suddenly like the most comfortable thing. Yeah, the yes, whole, it's like yes. better than your bed. Yeah, the, well, it's usually the cold tile is yeah, like comp- comforting. Exactly. But your so your head is still so burning. I'm lo- up. Yeah, I'm losing it. I'm I'm losing it right now. Did like, you not tell Marina I don't feel right? I told her that I needed the bathroom, and that's all I knew. Yeah, I knew. I didn't even know if I didn't feel right. I just knew that I needed like the security of a bathroom in some in some some way. So I wake up. And it's like a murder scene in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> and I did not see any murderer come in. <laughs> it was just Dexter comes in and goes, "What happened?" Precisely. Here? This could be a poster for Dexter's. It was like so. And you, but the thing it just shit everywhere. I don't even know what was shit and what was vomit necessarily. And for the next 24 hours, it was this where I would wake up all over. Like I, I was fainting and you're in Morocco. So here's what you have to understand. There's no CVS. You know, there's no place to get the medicine. We had to fight for like eight hours to get me a ball of rice that Marina had to go around Morocco by herself to try and get me a ball of rice to put something in my stomach. And we got it in like this tin foil. I'm talking like third world, like stressing third world. So, so I'm pooping and throwing up Every six to twelve minutes, right, and really getting nervous. What? And, oh my god! Yeah. So it was like beyond pants. You know when like pooping your pants is bad, but then suddenly you're like, I you're pooping yourself. Shirt, like my shirt? I pooped my shirt. How did I even <laughs> like? How did I manage to poop my shirt? I woke oh up my. in the bathtub. The water is running. I don't remember getting in there. Yeah. So you're coming in and out of consciousness too. Yeah. For this is like, and this is like twenty four hours, right? So That's, that first explosion happened when you were sleeping. Yeah, I, I think I was sleeping or just straight up like passed out or like. And you came I woke to up. And, yeah, yeah. And what was there? Um, a, like abstract art all over the bathtub and like. <laughs> like, like, it, like it had gotten distance? Yeah, because I think I was on my. I think the way it worked out was I was laying on my side. And my face was facing forward and my butt was facing backwards. So I could really just shoot in any direction. I picture you on the floor, on the uh, like on the bath mat, on your side in the fetal position, uh-huh. like passed out with shit coming out of your ass and vomit coming out of your mouth, and the and the like propulsion of the two spinning you. It's like those those firecracker those firecracker things at the carnival. Exactly. You were the saddest. You were just shooting to the sky. You're the saddest July 4th firecracker show ever. Oh, God. You, you, God, you nailed it on the head, Jack. That's exactly what I felt like. Oh. Except it was like there was none of the cute fun that come with those things. It was just a six-footer. Yeah. <laughs> a six-footer in a small Moroccan bathroom hitting his head on everything. Uh, with just sheets covering the doors. Without, yeah, without, without solution. God. But it could have been so much worse. And this is the second half of the story that didn't actually happen but could have. We were going to the Sahara Desert that night. And you have to go to the Sahara Desert via Camelback and a bunch of these guys who live in the Sahara Desert and it takes like 10 hours. And you have to do it at night because the camels can't walk through the desert during the day. If this food poisoning had kicked up like four hours later once we had gotten on the camels and had left to go out to the Sahara Desert, I think it's pretty safe to say I'm dead. Wow. Like there's no there's not there's nothing saving me out there. The dehydration coupled with like the 120 degree heat of the Sahara Desert, you would have been fucked, dead. You I mean, died, maybe. yeah, because what what was always so grounding? You couldn't get back. Exactly. What's so grounding about Morocco is that like in America, there's always a solution. I mean, like it seems like kind of like 
high-minded to say that, but there is. You know what I mean? Like, you can always call 911 or yeah. something. Yeah, no, it's true. When there's... you're in the middle of the Sahara Desert, like, take into account where you are. You know, there's no helicopter that's got to come down and save this kid with food poisoning. And it was, like, it was actually, like, the luckiest food poisoning I probably could have had in that it happened, like, four hours before we were going to head out to the desert. I would have died, probably. Oh, my God. Ima- I mean, as imagine it was, that. you were... Coming in and out of consciousness. As, as it was, exactly. you're already living my nightmare. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, shout out to Morocco, because I, I, I don't want to, I feel like I'm the American who came in, trashed their country, and is going to leave. No, no, but, no. Uh, it's, uh, look, look, I was never going to go to Morocco, so okay. it's okay. You didn't, you didn't, they didn't lose my money. No dissuasion. Uh, <laughs> I don't think Jack was either. They only would have lost like 25 of your dollars, is the truth. Yeah. It's the well, cheapest. just know that if you go to Morocco, don't order the hamburger. Don't yeah. order the hamburger. <laughs> yeah, don't go for, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yo, motion to just, like, eliminate the word minced from the entire English lexicon. Do we, I mean... You know what? It it should have been a fucking sign to you, though. Like, (laughs) no question. Full blame, full blame. Minced minced was, don't order this. I know. What happened? Don't order this. What do you think was going through my mind? I wonder if there was something, like, reactionary where it was like, you know what? Like, that's not something I would eat. Like, I'll get that. But you, but no, because you were making it seem like it was American. Exactly. That wasn't the nature of my mission. I got completely mixed up in my mission, and I paid the price. Billy, that's amazing. Yeah, man. Uh, so, what duty uh, calls is this? Do you mind? Can I ask you a little history about the show? What number is this? Yeah, is this like a hundred? No, no. Can no. it be a hundred something? It's. Are we at fifty? I think so. Mm-hmm. Were there any stories that you thought crossed the line? No, no, no. You is, can't. I, you can't. Is there? Cross where would the there line no be line. on your scale? There's where no would the line, line be? There can't be a line. There's no line. Well, let's. There has. There's always has to be a line, right? There I isn't. mean, like, what if a guy admitted? Oh man, I wish I could tell you this one really quick story. Can I tell you a quick story? But it might be revealing about somebody. Sure. Yeah. I'm, I'm asking myself all of these questions. So I have a friend who's uh, back in Long Island who's like a flower child, very simple, sweet, not no nature to lie. Not It's not really her game. Um, she has sisters, twin sisters. And this was the time when Dave Matthews' fan was hot. Like, everybody went to Jones Beach to see Dude, Dave Matthews, and then you'd, go yeah. to, then you'd go to Jerk Giant Stadium for seven nights of Dave Matthews. Yeah, bro, so, uh, bro, I was there. Khakis galore. Yeah, right? I, I, was, I was what ever. they call a Jimmy thing. Yeah. Oh, oh no. Crash God. into me, Doug. Yeah. <laughs> um, so... This is t- a disgusting story. So yeah, far. I told you. Yeah. Have I told you it's so far? No, no, just, no, just, well, the, just with the Jimmy. Just the fact that I'm a Dave Matthews fan. <laughs> all this Dave Matthews talk is super gross. Yeah, yeah whatever. Um, you fucking love it. So this girl's no, very. She's she's very pretty at the time. She's like 15, like a flower child. Very pretty, very sweet. She's these two twin sisters who are like 22 and therefore hot. Not pretty and sweet, like hot, uh-huh. hot. Yeah, and they're twin hots. Yes, and <laughs> I'm so excited. And like, and like, what's what's comforting exactly? And what's comforting is that like the foundation of this whole story is that this family is not, are not liars. Like, you have to meet them to know they're not making up stories to like boost their ego. They're from Ernest Cloth. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So they go to a Dave Matthews Band concert, like we all do. The sure. two, the two hot twins go backstage. They and go it, backstage. How do they get backstage? They can get backstage. They like they not to say that like they're so hot they can just get backstage. I mean like it was known that they were going backstage. Okay. Like, they they were going backstage. Okay. And they they're were also twins. Twins, hot. So they go backstage, and the next day, all the guys, all my guy friends are at our friend's house, and we're like, so the concert was great, yada yada yada. When this girl comes in, and she's like, so my sisters, <laughs> my sisters met Dave Matthews last night, and they were, and we were all like, whoa, cool, that's so awesome. Did he play a song for them? She's like, no. She's like, he like wanted. They like kind of hooked up. We're like, wow, badass. Like that's a celebrity. That's really cool. The sisters. They kind of hooked up. The sisters and Dave Matthews band kind of hooked up. Both of them. Yes. And so we're like, both of them. Both of them and him. Yes. And we're like, whoa. Like we did not know they might do something like that. Uh huh. uh -huh, (laughs) You know uh what I mean? Like 
even just the two of them together, we didn't know they'd be open to doing something like that. 15-year-old you is like, can I I go to the bathroom I just start shitting and vomiting in every direction. Just shitting and vomiting in every direction. Everyone immediately just puts their hat, puts their baseball caps on their crotch. (laughs) Right, okay. So, so, She's like, yeah, they hooked up. And we're like, wow. And then she has the same hesitation that I have telling you this right now because it's so defaming. But she was like, you know, he wanted to take a shit on both of their chest. No. (laughs) That really adds up. He wanted to take a shit. He like, they were hooking up and he proposed taking a shit on both their chest. And they said yes. Oh! (laughs) And they said yes. And And he did it? And he shit on their chests. So there's a lot to obviously process with where we're at in the story right now. A, he had some bullets in the chamber that he was hoping. <laughs> you know? knew he might hook up that night. Well, he was coming off of a show, a great show. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But do you wonder if it's like a pre-show, if he's like, I'm not going to poop, I'm going to save it for whoever I meet after the show. Uh, yes. Oh, my yes, God. Yes, that's so this exactly is... what that would be. Also, it's like just the, the nature yeah. of the storytelling. The sisters had to come home, tell their kid sister. They oh. had to feel comfortable enough. That he shit on us. Were they, were they ashamed? I, we didn't get into that. Unfortunately, we weren't like emotionally deep enough for like to really, like, think about shaming. We were just thinking about, like, like you said, ants marching and, you know, this girl and her sisters and, like, putting all the pieces together really yeah. quickly. Pop. I think that... <laughs> pop, pop, pop. Pop, pop, Yeah. That other snare drum. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, here's my question. Is like, does the shitting come after the sex? Does it come... No. no uh, it, it, you know, because it's part of the turn-on. Yeah, I think it's so part of the turn-on. It comes, it comes... He shits and then fucks them? Yeah, probably. With but, the poop oh, on poop them? Poop on them. I don't know, because then that's, like... Okay, oh, I'm not trying to oh. rationalize his decision, but I think that, you know, if you're just going to poop on someone's chest and, like, almost walk away, okay. Like, I'm not saying that's okay, but, like, the deed has been done. But if you still want to engage with it afterwards and, like, have it be a part of the... But what is... It, is it a dominance thing? Is yeah, that what's shitting on? I think it, I mean, it's like a dog pees mind. on a tree to mark his territory, right? But do you do, you, do, you do it and, like, <laughs> and like and jack off while you're... like I don't, I just don't, I don't know. That feels a little serial killer. I think he... Though it's not far off. I think he... May, did did they have intercourse? Do you know if they had sex? Um, I I presume they did, but I can't confirm. Because my guess is that they didn't have sex. My guess is that that was that the that was the coup de gras. Yeah, that he does that. Oh, that's rude. That's as a, rude. As a bigger get off. I, I, I maybe that, he that would be my guess too. Shitting, yeah, maybe. No, that makes that makes a lot that, of logic. That yeah. that makes more sense to me. Um, what do you think that five I'm minutes not, is like after? When they're like, clean up? when they've never be, obviously been pooped I on just before. Like, it's like, do they get up? Do they try and like catch it with like a basket under their arm so it doesn't hit the floor? Or like, I don't. I, well, it depends it, on what they, kind of poop it is. They, yeah, they, really. This is the guy. This yeah. is the guy they're obsessed with. Yeah, we all are. And yeah, and well, would on, you fifth, got, would and you it's guys? it's still human. <laughs> no. It's human human <laughs> waste on your body. Right. What it's, does that say? Does it? What's the? It's got to feel like. It's not rape. It doesn't feel like rape, but it's got to feel no, like... No, they accept they, they, I'm sure they said, that he... Yeah, yeah he, sure said, that he, he said, can I do this? And they said, yes, you can do this. Yeah. But, like, there just must have felt... I imagine they laid on the floor flat, like, the number ones or, like, the number 11, and then he just straddled over them and pooped on them, Naked. Right? right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I imagine. Yeah. Just, what other imagine? way could you do it? Like, in a chair, it's not going to really work out. No, no, it's a lay down, and he probably... Look, he's probably... He's probably got a zone backstage. It's all prepared. Seriously, for yeah. Probably got like oh towels. And yeah, a yeah. sheet down. A sheet. It's just under the table and pooping. <laughs> oh. How nervous is he to ask? Not nervous Not. anymore. He's in the moment. After, I think. I think probably after that first time. Yeah. Just game over. But and you know what? And that, actually, that might be the thing because when you get to the point where you look out into a sea of people. Yeah. And Dave Matthews shows have beautiful women at them. Mm-hmm. And you had the thought in your mind, I could fuck 
any one of these yeah. women, uh, that starts becoming not that much of a turn on. Right. What's what? And then it becomes That's about conquering. It's like pushing the boundaries, conquest. Yeah, it's like it's yep. like a gambling addict who's I like, do? no longer does a twenty five dollar bet mean anything to me because Correct. it doesn't mean anything. Correct. I have to bet a thousand. I have to bet my child's tuition. Correct. I have to bet. So you invite two girls backstage. You have twins. They're sisters. Even that's not enough. Like, what else can, how far can I push it? Yeah. It's like a, such a dangerous game of getting yourself off. Mm-hmm. For any of us, the opportunity to like have sex with two hot twin sisters would be so overwhelming. <laughs> that would be like, this is the highest peak in like, the world. The apex of me? relationships. The, you telling the, 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 the pre part of that story, right. I, 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 uh, I uh, creamed in my pants. <laughs> You would, like, how, oh, I, I ejaculated just, in my pants just thinking about theoretically, the Just theoretically. Theoretically, the idea of two twin, like, 20-year-old girls. And, like, let me stress, like, like really hot. Like, really, like, amongst the many Long Island girls who were, like, very like vain. Legend, like, legends. Now. I mean, now when I look back on them, I'm like, it was, you know. Oh, my 1A gosh. and 1B. I know, it's crazy. That fucking piece of shit. Not for, not for pooping on them or wanting to, but for just, like... Being nonplussed by the fact that uh. he's got two hot twins, you know. <laughs> who knows though? Who knows? I though? bet he probably hated himself. That could have been though. his first experience with twins too. I mean, who knows? You started this by saying, "Where do you draw the line?" Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't say like I don't like that behavior. That's right. what I say. No, right. but you can tell any story. Yeah. You want it's on the show? Place. You want on the show? But like, no. I mean, I think Jack and I are in the same place where we don't condone anyone using. Crap to demean someone else to, right. to, to use it as a way of getting of revenge. Exactly, we get stories like that, but we get it, and it's you know, look, it's and, and we're not condoning it by having this show. Well, if you you got to come on here and tell the truth. Yeah, That's what no, that makes so, sense. So, you but know, we haven't had anyone who who deals with it in a sexual way necessarily. Well, I think there's such a shame in that, and statistically speaking, we've probably had at least one person who's done a little shit play. Just just the, the just the numbers. <laughs> just the num by the numbers. Uh, I'd be okay. cool. I'd definitely listen to somebody if they went anonymously, if that made them feel comfortable to talk about that. Like if they, yeah, I've you know, never heard that'd be talk about because that. that is an interesting you fetish. Know, yeah, it's a very interesting fetish. A friend of mine was the phantom pooper in his town, and poops would just show up on like in the middle of a bowling lane at like two in the afternoon, and no one knew how it got there, <laughs> or like or like on the rim, or like on the rim of a basketball hoop in his high school, and no one knew how it got there. And he would do it. Well, his brother was doing it. His brother was doing it for like four years before him, and then when he came into high school, he's like, "I'm gonna take over my older brother Bob's legend." What of the phantom a beautiful pooper. legacy. Very oh, cool. <laughs> they're fa- now Phantom Poopers. We've heard about. Yeah, very what cool. is that about? The basketball rim one was like the most poetic to me. The Banksy of pooping. Yeah, <laughs> he called himself the Phantom Pooper. It, it was, was a career length. It was a career. You know, it, yeah. was, it was a. You know, it I, paid really well. I have mixed yeah. feelings about that. I have to admit, my initial reaction is complete joy. Yeah, like that. I love it. Same. Yeah, you don't have to clean it up. That's the other side. No. It's like it's actually that's the an dark awful, side of it. Dark you have, thing to do. I've had to clean up a human shit that wasn't mine. Someone's it's fucking awful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck yeah. you to some stranger that you and that guy know. and that guy or woman goes home and fucking just like takes it out on their kids. I'd like yeah, to think that he kids. was. I'd like to think he was like that uh, internet group anonymous who has like a sense of morality behind all of their like uh, hacking schemes and stuff. Maybe. Sure. I'd like to. I'd like to think that he's doesn't not, sound like it. Yeah, I'd like to think that this kid is poop centric. Now that I think about it, how he bonded was he found out that like a guy he really didn't like in high school was hooking up with his ex girlfriend back in his hometown, and so he took a huge shit in a Tupperware and mailed it to the guy, FedExed it to him, just so that he could have that experience of opening it. 
<laughs> Be like so. I'm okay with that. I'm ending. still around. Yeah, I'm okay I'm, with that. The Phantom Pooper's still around. Like, don't oh, yeah. fuck with me. Yeah. Oh my god, Billy! Thank you for coming on and doing the show. This is great way to start the day. This is awesome. Um, <laughs> Billy, you're on Twitter. Yes. Can you give us your Twitter name? You can find me on Twitter at Billy Scafuri. B i l l y s c a f u r i. Go to HarvardSailingTeam.com to really learn how to spell my name. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Billy is a member of the very, very funny sketch group Harvard Sailing Team, and also the two-man comedy group Billy and Adam. Billy and Adam, aka Snakes. And you, uh, <laughs> and you also have a, a monthly show that you, you do called Cindy Crawford. Yep. Uh, in Los Angeles? Yeah, we have a show in Los Angeles every month. The next one is the March 25th, Cindy Crawford. We've got a lot of great comedians. Me and Adam will be rapping for the first time in Los Angeles doing a 20-minute set. Whoa! So hold on to your butts. That's All great. right, love it. Thanks for coming on, Billy. Cheers, man. Thanks for having me. Okay, well, that was uh, Billy Fury. That was... <laughs> wow. For Dave Matthews fans... Does that change anything? It has to. It should. Or should it? Yeah. Or should someone's, you so, know, yeah. particular... Actually, you know what? Probably not. I mean, it might change someone who is attracted to Dave Matthews. That's that's the only thing. Like, you know, if you're a Dave Matthews fan and there's no um, the emotion, there's no real emotional attachment to him other than, like, as a, a, le- person. As a person yeah. and you fantasize about being with him, yeah. then, that's, then that might affect it. But if you're just there to fucking do a little hacky-sacking and get a great grilled cheese in the lot before a show and he'll close by playing Watchtower like <laughs> oh, you know God. then that's oh, I don't think that should you're shitting on me I don't, I don't think that, that yeah take it take it Jack <laughs> but anyway that was Billy that was great stuff be sure to check out Billy on Twitter and uh, go see him live if you can he's great uh, guys thanks for listening to the show keep emailing me at uh, dutycallswithdougman at gmail.com tweeting at me at the Doug Man, tweeting at Jack Dolgen, at Jack Dolgen, and calling me on the shit hotline at 786-HOLD-IT-N. That is the letter N, as in never, ever go to Morocco and get the mincemeat. <laughs> and listen to us next week. We'll have another great show for you guys. Be sure to tell your friends about the show. If you haven't subscribed already on iTunes, please subscribe. That really helps get the word out about the show. It puts us up in the rankings and all that crap. And uh, until next time, hold it in. You're going to make it. <laughs>